So, in a church in Ghana, two pastors actually managed to convince the congregation of women to undress and take a shower at the pulpit and shit during the entire church service. Now, I don't know if it's just me that felt this, but the moment I saw the video clips on this, a certain song started ringing in my head, and it was more of a remix of a certain song. And it went like this. Honestly, that was what started ringing in my head the moment I actually saw this video. And you know, the thing is, like, this is a remixed version. So obviously, the real song is a gospel song that we sing at church and. It usually says Toandugu, which is brother, not Nguo, which is clothes. Uh, although Buana, in this case, did not necessarily mean God, but uh, the pastor. Because clearly, he could really, really see a lot closer into their hearts than your typical pastor would. Although, that said, like this is, this is part of the shit that makes atheists look at us in a very weird light. Like... Is this the point where we've gotten to as religion, where we're willing to do anything just because the pastor does it? Like, this shit justifies a certain statement that a couple of my atheist friends usually like to use whenever they choose to describe Christianity and just religion in this part of the world, religion in Africa, you know, religion in Kenya and shit. And they usually like to say that religion is opium for the poor. Now, the videos of these babes being washed and, like, taking a shower in church in, like, buckets and shit isn't exactly doing this a disservice. And on top of that, there was this thing that Desmond Tutu said while he was still alive. Uh, and it's, it's a statement that's been said a lot of times across, you know, multiple places, people, and things. And it was this story that he said where he was like, when the white man came to Africa, Africans had the land and the white man had the Bible. So... He told the Africans, let's bow down our heads and pray. And when he got done praying, we had the Bible, but they had the land. And considering that this was a man who was formerly a religious leader, like that shit carries a fuck ton of weight. And when you look at what it is that a lot of Africans do in the name of Christianity, what a lot of Africans do because the pastor said it'll ensure their entry into heaven or, or they'll be written in God's book of life or... Or it'll be the way of serving the church or or because, you know, the word of the Lord said so as if you can't exactly read the word of the Lord for yourself. Like that shit usually drives people to do very, very stupid and unethical things. And while I know that I'm no saint myself, like people need to learn to draw the line and actually think for themselves. And then maybe just then they will realize that just because they are told faith can beat logic, it doesn't mean that it should beat logic and that that faith is working in service of the pastor instead of the Father Lord above. But then again, who am I to say anything regarding religion and Christianity? Because I need to remove the log from my eye and I need to put the podcast in your ears, which I probably should have started doing, which requires me to begin in my very orthodox style where I start by saying, Welcome to Break Time on West Side. <coughs> <coughs> sorry, sorry, one second. Alright, alright, let's run this again. Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is clearly having problems removing that log, although 
you know it sounds like it's coming out of his mouth not his eye he's a man whose new favorite workout is skipping leg day it is none other than your tall dark and mildly handsome man sir denver b the show is to eat street the show where we take a deep dive into twitter pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit now as usual if you know the drill then you can sing it along with me because it almost sounds like a song but if you don't know the drill then you can listen to it then the next time you're listening to tweet street then you can sing along with that same drill because it sounds like a song and it's a very simple drill is how it is that you can submit your tweets for me to look through because if it's on twitter then you know there's a dm if it's on facebook then you know there's a dm and if it's on ig you know there's also a dm and it is a pretty simple drill and it goes like this you see that tweet you like that tweet you want us to discuss that tweet you send that tweet you send it to the dms of at the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle and i will take it from there and I handle it accordingly if it is on facebook or on ig and it happens to be a screenshot it happens to be a screen grab then the dms are open there as well and you send it to at breaktime on website on facebook and at breaktime on website on ig and i will take them from there and i will handle them accordingly now I want to get into the tweets real quick but before we do that first of all happy new year i know i forgot to do that when i was doing battle of the sexes and i know some of you only listen to one show uh, per week or you know one show particularly so for the sake of it being a new year for tweet street specifically then happy new year happy new 2022 and i wish you guys all the best now moving it on there's definitely a bunch of things from last year that need to be handled First of all, there's the Dr. Dre and Nicole Young divorce. Uh, I definitely want to talk about that. Then there's also the new thing that just came up this week, which was the KFC fries shortage in Kenya, which I definitely love to talk about. And then there is Tristan Thompson getting another kid or at least having the other baby confirmed to be his by his former trainer. Now, this is a bit of a dilemma and... In as much as I'd love to discuss some of these, I need to do a little bit of elimination. So I'm going to remove the KFC one because it doesn't necessarily relate to love, sex and relationships. And I'll see if I can do two rants or at least discuss two topics on the rant section before I get to the tweets. So I'm going to get on with Dr. Dre and Nicole Young's divorce. Now, I've spoken about it for a very long time. Y'all are probably tired of it, or at least some of you must be tired of hearing about it. And uh, we thought that it was over, but... Um, apparently, Dr. Dre, instead of doing the whole 300k thing that he's supposedly supposed to be doing, I think it was 300 or 400k, uh, he decided that he was just going to settle for giving her a straight 100 mil, uh, and then, you know, she just walks away, which I think sounds extremely, extremely good, especially when you think about that 900,000 entertainment allowance that she was talking about in her $2 million uh, spousal support claim like that's a bunch of them she can do at least about a thousand of those entertainment allowance months before she actually runs broke but that said i will leave it at that now let's move on to tristan and chloe now tristan thompson uh broke the news that the paternity test was done for the kid that marley nichols had with him now marley nichols was his trainer tristan thompson is a basketball player and is the I don't know, boyfriend, husband, fiance, I don't know, of, of, of Khloe Kardashian. So I'm sorry to the people that have been listening to this entire week's worth of episodes and they've just been listening to me talk about the Kardashian boyfriends uh, having something about them. But anyways, back to the story. So uh, he confirmed that the paternity test 
results were out and the kid was actually his so he decided to take to ig and he posted on his story and what he said was and i quote today paternity test results revealed that i fathered a child with mara lee nichols i take full responsibility for my actions now that paternity has been established i look forward to amicably raising our son I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal both publicly and privately. Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry." End quote. Now, now, first of all, I really want to get into the whole why did you have to tell us this and yet, you know, that's a you and your family type situation, but I'm going to kind of just leave it at that. I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, this is a Kardashian thing, so I'm guessing the boyfriends were made to do the same exact thing, you know, inform the public because clearly people want to know. But that said, I do find it utterly surprising that Tristan actually got his trainer pregnant because normally it's the trainer that stretches you out not the other way around and clearly for all of that to happen somebody's pussy had to be stretched out just saying and i don't think tristan has a pussy just saying but all in all i feel like chloe kardashian is probably used to this shit right now like shorty sounds like she's probably used to it because she hasn't really said much about it and i do kind of feel like tristan does have a problem because normally people would say no just go get a vasectomy and yes, that probably would be the best option for you right now, uh, you being Tristan. But at the same time, like if this guy would say, oh, you know, I can't just stick to one woman. I like banging multiple different babes. Like, why don't you just do that with Chloe then? Shorty's been looking different every single year on IG. Like even her natural look and the pictures that she takes for magazines look completely different. They look like two separate people. So why is it that... You know, you're looking at someone else and you're like, you know what, I just can't resist it. Like, you've been looking at different people the past few years you've been dating this woman. Like, damn. Although, then again, it could just simply be a case of the pussy that was there at the time. So, he decided to do it. And also, at the same time, like, considering that I've been told that Chloe's workout techniques were supposedly fake, the whole workout program that she was giving was absolute bullshit, like maybe he just wanted something real you know like pussy like maybe the pussy that he got from the trainer was actually real and it had actually been doing kegels in the way that it's supposed to be done and not in a chloe kardashian fake trainer program type style although that said he is another black american celebrity to have multiple kids from multiple baby mamas so i guess he should fall third in line just like the number of kids he has to Nick Cannon and then Future. Actually, no, to Future then Nick Cannon. Sorry, I forgot that one. But anyways, that said, I will leave typical NBA pro behaviors to typical NBA pros and move it on to the tweet. So on to our very first tweet of this episode. Having a baby with the wrong person has got to be the top two biggest mistakes you can make in your life. You know what? This tweet is almost a little too self-explanatory, so I'm even going to conjoin it with another one which said that having a kid by the right person is more important than having kids before 30. 
and i am going to take both of them and say that yes of course i agree with them like that one is a little bit more standard you know pretty simple easy to kind of agree with but i don't think people understand the magnitude of of someone saying that these are the two worst mistakes in your life because the way babes are getting pregnant nowadays and they're choosing to keep the kid like that shit is wild like that shit is wild on levels that i didn't even think should be possible because normally like what nature's always done since day one of us being humans of a ton of us being animals and shit is create the whole pre-selection that that happens within the female's mind so the lady has to pre-select uh before they can get the mate to sire children with and nature's reasoning for that was pretty simple you know you want to get the best genetic material such that you can raise offspring that will be stronger faster and better and more immune to the same diseases that would probably take you down than you were and you know it was simple now of course over time it became more than just having kids that were a lot less disease prone and it became about ensuring the survival uh, beyond just their ability to to deflect certain diseases or or you know come out stronger so definitely you know that's where things like financial security kind of come in nowadays it's a little bit more complex of a thing that nature doesn't necessarily understand but it still does kind of carry the same functions so when you see a babe going and getting pregnant by a guy say because she wants this guy to stick around with him something that i find to be a very very shitty thing to do not just manipulative just generally shitty and weirdly enough there's a lot of babes that are still doing that and there's gonna be more babes who'll still do that um you do find that it is quite a bit weird then also there's babes that simply just go bang a guy raw get pregnant and they're like you know what i'm gonna keep the kid like i tend to think that to a certain degree they don't think through the entire uh, magnitude of of the problem that they've just given themselves because if you actually look through time like a lot of 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 a child's development comes down to the parents genetics and also the parents that raise them now you can raise a good kid but if this child was sired by a man who comes from a gene pool that have certain characteristics then they will pick up on that gene pool and worse still than that if you are siring kids with a guy who is abusive if you're siring kids with a guy that has no respect for you that mistreats you that treats you like shit that treats other people like shit then there's a very good chance that those kids will either end up being victims of partners that will treat them that way or will end up being the partners that treat other people like shit like that because they picked up that shit from their fathers now if you turn the lens towards the mother or the future mother or the potential mother now if you're putting your kids into someone and you can clearly see that they won't let go of the bottle or they won't let go of drugs or they have certain manipulative behaviors then that shit will also translate like not just from an action perspective but also when you look at you know how babes will treat themselves in terms of their health like that shit translates quite well because if you find a babe who's taking alcohol while she's pregnant she's smoking while she's pregnant and then you end up with an underdeveloped malformed child that's probably prone to illnesses that they probably shouldn't have been you know say there's no asthma in both your sides of the family but but this kid has asthma like this is shit that will end up compounding and you find that you'll end up having to pay hospital bills for years to come 
simply because you ended up having a kid with someone who wasn't actually very conscious of the fact that they got pregnant. So in one way or another, this is actually true. And yes, having a kid before 30 is important. Like I'll just add that bit. Having a kid before 30 is very important. You know, from a medical perspective, from the little that I know in medicine, you know, your most productive years as a babe are usually between the age of 25 to 30. But there's babes who've gone a little over 30 and had kids and those kids are generally quite healthy and they do actually do quite well. So maybe waiting a little bit longer while you find the right person or at least find a good person is definitely more important than trying to have kids and you end up having kids with the wrong person you know regardless of gender whether you're male whether you're female but either way it will still come down to you what's your idea of a good partner versus a bad one don't think that a good boyfriend will make a good father don't think a good girlfriend will make a good mother just saying anyways that said we should move it on so on to our very next tweet please stop teaching women that a guy only sleeps with you if he likes you or finds you attractive. It's just not true. Instead, teach them to have consensual sex because they want to, because they're comfortable, because they're ready, because they're horny, etc. Alright, now, while I can sort of agree to a certain degree with what she says, like to like a 1% of a degree, I highly disagree with all of this shit. Like, I disagree with whatever this baby is actually saying. And the main reason why I'm disagreeing is because this is a mentality that's been pushed onto guys and is almost used to justify the idea that guys not only do bang just about anything as long as it's pussy that's been presented to them, but they should do it because it's pussy that's been presented to them. Because it's, it's more of a scarcity mindset. It's a scarcity mindset to say the least, because think about it, someone who has no access to food and they're hungry, you give them any opportunity to get access to food, they're going to take that food and they're going to eat it. Like, that's just how it is. And the thing is, yes, a majority of us guys will find it very hard to get a babe to buy. Like, that's true. But it doesn't mean that we will always hit anything whenever we get a chance. Yes, babes are a lot more selective than we are when it comes to the person that they're going to sleep with. And rightly so. There's consequences for that shit and they tend to bear a huge brunt of those consequences. So nature will pretty much make sure that they have to be selective before they bang anything. And anyone who goes against that rule, you find that the social fabric of society will make them suffer for that. Now, that said, guys are also selective. We're a lot less selective than babes are, definitely, and our selection criteria is a lot different than how babes will have it, but we are actually selective. Now, with the babes, there's definitely that whole thing of, oh, you know, probably not giving it up too easy or definitely, you know, choosing a suitable candidate based on certain parameters. But for us guys, when we're thinking of someone to bang, we'll be a lot less selective because one, our sexual prowess is usually on the line whenever we go to bang a babe so if we can do a good job then we'll definitely you know have our name out there which is why we'll be comfortable not just banging you as a babe but we'll bang you and if all four of your friends want to be banged as well we probably won't mind doing that shit now if you look at babes they're a lot more selective because the society that we live in probably won't allow them to do that and be revered for it so 
The idea of her banging me then banging my best friend seems like a bit of a far-fetched idea and it seems like a fairly wrong thing to do. So in one way or another, like guys are selective. Like there's definitely babes that we won't smash, there's babes that we'll even struggle to get hard for. But we are selective. This narrative of, of guys will bang anything is wrong. Like that's one of the biggest lies that's told to babes. We are selective. We won't be as selective as you guys, but we are actually selective. And I definitely will actually get into this on an entire episode of Battle of the Sexes at some point in the future. Because this, this needs to change. But anyways, that said, let us move it on to our final tweet of this episode. If toxic men turn you on, be emotionally mature enough to admit that. But recognize you can't turn a narcissist into a nurturer and you can't make a husband out of a hoe. That man is for the streets, so stop trying to build a home with him. Now, I feel like this one is self-explanatory more so for guys because for us guys, it's not usually you can't make a husband out of a hoe. For us guys, it's usually you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. That's something that a lot of guys say nowadays. And I think it makes this very, very self-explanatory. But weirdly enough, a lot of people will be toxic and because of the whole playing around with, you know, the really, really good and the really, really bad will usually end up having people stick that. And I can get why they can be addictive to certain people, especially if you had, say, um, issues with, with the family or like, you know, you used to watch your parents fighting and shit, then toxic might be normal for you and you might actually be addicted to the toxic kind of lifestyle. Because it's not very hard to see how it is that, that people can be addicted to having a toxic partner for an extended period of time. Like, you think about it, or at least the way I usually think about it, I usually think about it in two ways. There's like the whole heart monitor that you'll see in like the ICU and like there's like the number line. Now, when you look at the heart monitor, it usually kind of does give a pretty good representation of how a relationship is supposed to work. So, you know, you go up. And, you know, y'all are enjoying the highs and everything's all good. And then there's going to be the lows. So you're definitely going to have your moments where you're going to fight. You're going to have your moments where you might even consider breaking up. You're going to have those moments where it's like bad. But eventually, for the people that get to stay in the relationship longer, especially if you guys are like really good together, you'll find that you guys reach a certain point of equilibrium. Now, you can represent that on a number line where you have like a zero in the middle and then there's a positive and there's a negative side. So obviously there's the positives, but there's also the negatives and they don't stray that far from where the zero is. Now the zero is where contentment is and I'd say probably the happiest relationships are a little bit towards the positive, but still very close to the zero. Now with toxic relationships, it's, it's pretty much the extremes of both. You know, you have someone who's hitting the highest of highs and the lowest of lows and they're doing that so frequently. And on one side, there's like the adrenaline rush of, oh, you know, I love this person. I really care about them. But also on the other side, they're like, oh, my goodness, how could you do this to me? Oh, what kind of a person do I have? Oh, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Then they come back and then they rectify that shit. You know, maybe some makeup sex is involved. And then all of a sudden you're like, damn, like my shorty can be problematic or my nigga can be a problem, but I love him for this and i definitely want to continue being with them so in one way or another it is very interesting how toxic relationships are and they can be very addictive 
and i do think it takes a lot for somebody to cut that string and what actually cuts the string the best is usually time away and you know eventually at some point you can actually move on from it but yes as it has been said if if you are turned on by toxic people then you know it might be a little bit hard for you to get someone who isn't toxic and actually be turned on by them but it is possible and for the sake of your mental stability for the sake of your growth it's probably better for you to not get somebody toxic although then again maybe toxic is actually a thing that should be embraced by people i don't know i might be wrong about that i might be right about that so I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at BagakaTheD, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. On Facebook and on Instagram, it happens to be at Breaktime on Westside. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts in comments below. And I will attend to them accordingly. If you are listening through some app that allows for ratings and reviews, a rating and or review will be highly appreciated. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>